It's episode 160 of the Improv London podcast. I'm your host, Stuart Moses, and this week's guest, well, I think this week's guest has something to say. <laughs> when I say Emma, you, you say T. T. Emma. T. T. Yeah. Complete with actions, which some people will know, and uh, Stuart's done that lovely today, but unfortunately you can't see it. <laughs> uh, maybe they'll go there one day, they'll, they'll get to see it in person. Um, you do this, it's a hilarious thing, I love it. Well, when I've been in workshops with you and things like that, how did you start with your own introduction and actions? <laughs> origin of it was um, years ago I was at a jam at Bristol Improv Theatre and um, so anyone can come anyone can come along and, um, and perform and we would go around the circle of performers to that uh, particular show and then someone said their name was Emma I was like oh oh really um, so this is going to get confusing I'm, like, I'm Emma with a T and then suddenly a kind of T sort of dance broke out with um, T shapes um, being thrown all about. So that was my like very first Emma T, um, complete with T shapes. But then um, that, then it went quiet for a while. The, then the world of online improv uh, came about, um, which is uh, absolutely lovely. And um, I was. I went to a quiz, like an online social event through the, through the nursery, and um, not only is that my, my full name, uh, Emma Thomas, is there, but also another Emma Thomas from Norwich, who, who is great and, and lovely, and we became Team Emma Thomas for that one, but then I was just like, that, now I really need to push my branding and have this tea absolutely everywhere, um, and um, it has become a thing uh, since. And it's uh, very nice for for people to join in, and um, and, then, and then at one point an an MT rave became very popular. Um, so this was something um, I think uh, Heather uh, from from nursery had uh, uh, sort of introduced this this cool thing you can do on Zoom where you can switch your cameras on and off, and you have so many people you might have twenty people on screen, people coming on on and off, on and off, and off, on and off um, kind of dancing, um, and so we did that with T-Shapes, um, with a, a team I was in, um, the Sheep of Orion uh, online Howard team. And we'd come on and we'd go, and we'd go, I'm a T-Rave. And then all of these faces would pop on with the action. Um, it's a it's phenom- phenomenon. phenomenon. <laughs> it's a phenomenon. It's phenomenal. And it is a phenomenon. <laughs> That's fantastic. So, yeah, you are doing all the online improv. If there's anyone I know that's doing all of it, it is you. Congratulations. Oh, thank you. <laughs> one, one on the internet. <laughs> yeah, so tell me, yeah, how did you get started online and what do you love about online stuff? Oh, I, I love so much about it. It's a, I guess it's strange the way it came about because we obviously, um, for me, it was like during the pandemic, um, like a lot of people, and um, started off sort of just like continuing to... Um, go to some classes. I went to um, the Delight Collective, where once run by Imogen, that I think you went to as mm. Stuart. Um, and then suddenly, all of these amazing classes and amazing improv teachers were just popping up, you know, here's my course, sort of this school, and it wasn't just restricted to, you know, your geographical area. Suddenly, it's the whole world, every style, so many great improvisers coming online to play with, to be part of a community with and um I was felt as it was like uh spoilt for choice really there's so so much going on and so much I wanted to learn um because I think like I guess prior to that like Mike um so a great time at the Bristol Improv Theatre and studying there and visiting um teachers but now the entire world was open for almost anything you wanted and that's and there's not enough hours in the day. And I think there's quite a few of us going around the same uh, sort of carousel. Um, you, you'd see familiar faces and you'd be like, oh, hi, great to see you. Um, and uh, it's just a, a joint. You just go to a class um, or a drop-in 
and you just see so many people you know and recognize and you'd love to play with um so it's been a, a chance also to try out all sorts of different styles all sorts of um i guess like things I might not have even thought of before um and just take workshops form teams and um just the the world's a stage pretty much <laughs> have you done that thing where you've stayed up till silly hours in the morning to perform uh, in other parts of the world well I, I guess in, in the early days my, my commitment was was really there I think maybe the latest I stayed up was well, it was probably like 2am I know there are some people who have got more commitment to this and they're like right it's 3am let's get on and do this show but, um I think there was a, in particular, uh, being a Doctor Who fan, Stuart, uh, no, like Doctor Who too, I, I love Doctor Who up to, and possibly including Paul McGann as my favourite original uh, series. You're very uh, strict. I uh, <laughs> think you're missing out on a lot of fun, but I respect your choices. <laughs> but there was, a, 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 I guess, like a, a Doctor Who um, sort of improv uh, workshop run by the Hideout uh, Theatre online and I think that went on maybe to 2am so I was, I was, um, I was like I'm, I'm not going to miss this I'm, I'm going to go and even if I have to drink so much coffee and pop my eyes open with lollipop sticks I am going to be there and uh, it is a very yeah it's a very good class uh, it's a uh, I was like oh wow we had so many ideas here that, that you can use and you can see how like the Doctor Who Doctor Who story become improvised before your eyes. Yeah, so I, I saw that and I thought, mm, I love the hideout theatre and I love Doctor Who, but I love sleep even more. So, um, <laughs> you know, it's, it's it's a terrible choice to make. Um, but yeah, I, I love doing, I did some courses, uh, some workshops with the hideout theatre online and I'm like, wow, these are, a, it's just amazing to be able to learn from these people and, you know, yeah, to get to learn things from people that you don't live near because, you know, mm. you can be restricted um, by who you live near. So, um, yeah. And definitely, because you can get, um, maybe you can study with a teacher who, at a festival or something, but to be able to have sort of prolonged weekly sessions, if you wish, or like sign up to the courses where you're going to see a teacher over a number of weeks, in, in addition to um, sort of the odd, the odd classes and one-offs, it's, uh, it's a, a real treat to have that, uh, that option. <laughs> Yeah, and it was lovely, as you say, to, you know, just get to know these people from around the world, just who are just attending the classes and, you know, getting to play with people that you just not normally get to play with. So, yeah. Um, and, you know, I very much thought that it's like, well, you know, I love theatre and performing theatre is great, but, hey, we get to be movie stars now. We get to be, you know, on film as well. And it's just, I don't know, there are things you can do online that you can't do on stage and vice versa. So... Oh, definitely. Like, I, I felt like everyone was getting green screens at the, <laughs> at the start. And I, I was like, oh, I love to have a have a green screen. So I, I purchased one, uh, Julie from uh, from Amazon, and it was just one of these massive pop-up ones. Um, popped up and had it behind me. It wasn't really working as well as I expected. And I was like, okay, right, let's let's put this thing down. And then I was struggling. So I, like, it's, it was massive, almost as tall as me had my arms out, was twisting it round in the way I thought it was supposed to um, to actually close down, and then suddenly it would just ping back up and pop me on the nose. Oh, and no. Like, oh, oh, no, the, the, the portable green screen has, has won. So then I'd, I'd try all these different... I'm like, okay, I'm going to resort to YouTube. Um, so I was like, how do I close my, <laughs> my pop-up green screen? Um, and uh, so I was like, oh, right, okay. Uh, obviously, people have the same problem. This is why this YouTube video is there's no, no shame in not being able to put down your giant pop up green screen. And so I was following these um, these instructions and managed to almost, almost get there. But something felt like it was bending the wrong way, and then it popped back up again. And it, it just went, at one point, I was just, just like lying on my bed with a giant green screen on, on top of me. It's beaten me. There's no way. There's no way. Um, and then eventually, eventually, I managed to uh, to, to do it. Um, having found the instructions in the bag, um, <laughs> it, it wasn't as easy as it looked. And I was like, okay, well, maybe I won't use that green screen again. Um, and then until until that point, like um, I was using my computer, my my laptop every day for online improv, and I, I had a bit of a disaster where I spilt some coffee. Oh no! On my laptop and. Oh, it felt awful. It's like 
the feeling when when you feel like you've lost your phone or you're just like where where's my watch that that kind of feeling is just like this is you know i've paid for improv classes this is my connection to the world i i really really need a a, a laptop so um eventually i did get a new laptop and this one had the ability to have a uh, just put up a background without a green screen and then I was in my element I was like well let me just let me just put up this background here I am and um, you can't see this but I've got fireworks uh, behind me now um, just all, all sorts of things and um, it's great to be able to use that in improv as well yes uh, using a background for inspiration and I, yeah just the I guess like the inventiveness of people in using zoom uh, was I guess like absolutely amazing because do, I did some uh, Meisner uh, improv classes with Mark Phoenix and we used like various objects. Um, so for, for one bit, I was playing my ukulele um, or someone might be painting and it's like you're looking at top. It's almost like you are a film star. You're making the film rather than it being a kind of um, just two faces looking mm. looking forward but it can be two faces looking forward because I have a lot of those as well <laughs> yeah I love um, I love going off screen I love you know yeah. being able to speak but be off screen then come on screen uh, changing the angle of the camera on my laptop um, getting in close getting far away there's there's just so much potential out there and yes obviously you can just do the two faces um, which is fine but you know, yeah, I just think yeah. there's so much possibility. Think, yeah, <laughs> a good shout out to, um, I guess, like people who are good at video editing as well. So one of the troops I'm in, um, the light bulb, um, Maggie and Johan from, uh, well, actually, we're sort of able to do some video editing in the background. So we've done some kind of film noir, we've done um, sort of Christmas specials. And with that, it's kind of, we've taken our kind of improvised story and then taken... Um, I guess like different different backgrounds, music over the top, and we have our own sort of props as well. Um, so it it does kind of like go in more into the sphere of uh, almost being like a yeah like a, a film or a, a program or something like that rather than uh, rather than improv. Well, so so there's there's Not kind of improv. sorry, say that again. Uh, rather, rather than rather than improv, that's um, you know two faces. Oh right, yes. With no background. Yes. This has this has an entire world going on behind you, like settings. <laughs> I think that's really fascinating. The yeah, the kind of the post production that you can do afterwards. Yeah, the idea of adding music and, and changing backgrounds. That's amazing. Mm. Yeah, we used um so we use green screens or um or in my case having had that experience with the, the green screen like, um using my new computer that has the uh, just the ability to put a kind of green background um behind so we film it in front of the the green um the green background and then after that there's the chance to uh, for i guess a like video editing to go in and it might you know you might be placed in a room or an office or you know wherever the the story is taking so for our film noir ones for example it's um everything's in black and white um whereas our kind of um we had like a, a kind of a lovely Christmas one. It was based on a Christmas carol, but with me as Santa, um, and using, um, I guess, uh, I guess it's like um, kind of snap cams and uh, things like that, like uh, available, which is another kind of sphere of things as well. Just kind of, you can use a mask, you can use, um, you know, put your, a beard on yourself, put, uh, change your face in kind of almost any way. So for that one. Johan changed himself into a baby elf uh, face, which was a kind of making it look very, very, very young. Um, <laughs> and uh, I, I was Santa with this kind of fake, fake beard um, that, that moved with me, which was, which was amazing. Um, so I love the, the kind of that kind of aspect where you can just like quite often people would be a bit. Um, just, just be a bit silly and put. I just put a hat on. I just be an alien for the day. But also, you can use that in your improv as well. <laughs> so yeah, it's really interesting um, using technology to change your appearance. But another thing I discovered is that many improvisers have much more dressing up stuff within reach of their <laughs> laptop than I do. I am a non. I have no dressing up stuff uh, in the entire flat. Um, 
Oh, uh, yes. Uh, well, I was just dressing up, but I'm not going to tell you what she's doing. Um, uh, I mean, I can't tell whether those are real sunglasses or whether that's just some sort of effect that uh, Emma's using. Well, these are real sunglasses uh, purchased for one, one pound. Um, <laughs> so, uh, yeah, so I, I have developed a bit of a pocket box. So uh, one of my teams, One Eye Scouts, uh, we are very much in the wigs and... Uh, sunglasses and uh, just like really, really silly props to change your appearance at a, at a moment's notice. Um, the format we're doing at the moment, which is um, what we're doing on, on high wire improv, is we sort of take a suggestion and then act out a, a movie of, of sorts, and then afterwards you get the chance to meet the movie stars, which is that's still in character. And for that, I'm always making sure I've got. Do I have sunglasses? Do I have a hat? At least, at least three different types of hat. Um, and uh, because sometimes the, the numbers uh, vary for like who can who can make the the show. We um, you might have to multi role and have several characters. And on Zoom, the like a really easy easy way to do that is just wear a different have a different hat for each character, and then get confused when you have two very similar hats like like I have. But one that's like a an airline pilot and one that's like a prison guard, maybe. I don't, I don't, I don't know what what happened. A chauffeur, probably <laughs> a chauffeur. Um, but that that can cause confusion. So you have yeah various various silly props to hand that can change your appearance at a moment's notice. And and that show is like quite a yeah, it's quite a, a silly uh, show. We go for uh, I guess it's like comedy narrative um, with the chance to meet these these actors who. But also uh, have usually massive egos and end up falling out by by the end of it, and that's the end of the show. <laughs> <laughs> I love that idea. I love the idea of doing the film and then doing interviews afterwards. That's really lovely. So, what sort of so if you're so what sort of suggestion would you get for that, and how would you shape the film aspect of that show? Oh, that's so, um, yeah. I think that the uh, suggestion wise, we can go for a word or a location, but. Um, I think one of those is like one of the the teams I kind of I, I trust just to kind of flow naturally as to what what we do. So almost everyone in that team has some kind of skill aspect that brings something to the the show that just makes it into a great narrative. Like you might have someone who's really good at tying up the loose ends, which is very very important because we end up with a lot of them um, uh, quite quite often. Uh, Someone who's just great at like setting up a, a kind of climax, um, or like may- maybe suggesting some sort of event, um, and people who are great at, at, at character work and just sort of setting up where the, the story may go. Um, a couple of times we've used, um, I think it's uh, so Jennifer from our team has uh, Storymatic cards, um, which is I think uh, is mainly in the US. You can get them. It's uh, like kind of like story starters, and they have um, like I guess some of them suggestions really strange, like there's something in the water or um, time machine travel or something uh, something like that. So that's given us a few uh, very interesting shows as well. Uh, to start off with, with that uh, that team, I think we we very much um, the team was asked to asked to join after um, I think a, a number of uh, p- people had been taking one of Stephen Davidson's um, viewpoints uh, courses mm-hmm. and um, they kind of went on and invited new people in and at the time I joined we were kind of going for quite a village feel like we're, 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 in, a vi- we're in a village um, and it, it was quite nice because you get to kind of play your um, I, I guess like little old lady or person at the post office and they keep it all like quite quite small and basically uh we, we had one uh, that i really loved it's called um, mustard and marmalade and it was just basically about the competition for uh for mar- a marmalade contest a, a nice village fate um uh, but unfortunately mustard was getting mixed in but everyone was just like we have to win this competition um and then it, it just ended up with the, the table knocking over and everything mixing into each other and a new flavour of mustard and marmalade being discovered. Um, <laughs> but but it's, it's quite funny. I think there's a, a lot of comedy in that. Like, a, 
I think I, I quite like, um, I guess, yeah, like, things like The Vicar of Dibley I used to enjoy watching on, on television, where it's just that kind of, like, village feel. But we've expanded from that now, and um, so we've got, you know, it, it could be anywhere. We could be doing anything. But it's, um, that, yeah, I think that was a really nice uh, period of our, um, of our show where we were working on uh, those, sorts of, those sorts of shows. That sounds amazing. Um, yeah, I love uh, I love um, improv set in a village. Yeah, for some reason. There's something about... Yeah, I think, you know, you can go big and you can have, you know, world-changing events, but sometimes, you know, the, the stakes can still be high, even if it's just, you know, about the village fate and uh, what goes on in that. So that's fantastic. Um, you mentioned before with um, the light bulb that you did um, film noir... Mm-hmm. Is that a format that you did very often? Um, I think we did maybe three or four um, of of those shows. So um, Johan um, actually teaches a, a, I guess I always taught a course on it um, kind of before. Um, so he uh, kind of gave us a, a great kind of introduction of things to think about. and um, Such as? <laughs> so... Um, the, the, the speed of your voice you gotta you gotta speed it up <laughs> kind of like a, how um I, I guess like yeah just kind of tropes and um really for the, film noir you have to speed your voice up well I, I might be making a substitute so nobody nobody quote me on this no. but uh f- film was expensive and um you know you have you have to you have to fill that time and get as much in as possible so speed up your voice Ah. Uh, that that may not be true. I might have done that. I don't know. But so so don't quote me on it. <laughs> but, but, but we were speaking fast. I don't know. <laughs> maybe <it's> just like <laughs> maybe that's just our take on it. But. Uh, <laughs> well, no, fair enough. Well, I mean, it's it's, it's certainly. Um, it, I, I don't know whether it's. I'll comment on the veracity of it, but certainly um, experimenting with that sort of thing is a really interesting way of getting into different characters because we all have a natural rate at which we speak. And as soon as we start varying that rate, it just takes us to places that we wouldn't normally go to. So whether it's whether it's true for film noir or not, it sounds like a really, uh, a really sort <laughs> of useful... <laughs> yeah, that's that so film noir. <laughs> Um, and you mentioned snap cams. What are, what are snap cams? Um, I think it's made by the people who did Snapchat. Um, oh. So snap cam is uh, yeah, it's just a I, I guess like a kind of app you can get on your computer. Ah, um, right. And it has I think people can make their own uh, kind of filters. So it has much more variety than the types you can get on Zoom. So it, you can type in sort of like devil. And then all of these kind of devil uh, sort of masks. Or so, some of them are really tiny. Like you could just take your face and put like little tiny devils all over your face. I, I don't know who designed them. <laughs> also, <laughs> or why you would want to use them. Just like check out my devil face. <laughs> I mean, no judgment. <laughs> as long as everyone's enthusiastically consenting, then they, you do you. But um, yeah, and then you can get ones that kind of yeah, pretty much turn you into it. Kind of almost like kind of like avatar um, style, um, and yeah, there's a. So I've, I've been to a few things, sort of play, playing about with um, with those. I think that the ones that work best for improv are ones where you can kind of um, see more expression on your face because you can get ones where it's just basically a mask and you're not. You know, if if you're smiling or if you're raising your eyebrows or trying to convey you're really angry. It, it just remains the same at all points when you move forward and back. And, um, I think you probably need one that gives you a bit more expression, um, which can be you raise your eyebrows and then a big giant smiley face that's over your face raises its eyebrows, um, or you, um, yeah, you, you, you look angry, and mm. then the and whatever it is that that you you are be that Father Christmas or uh, a giant panda does the same. So I don't expect you to have the answer to this, but I'm just sort of thinking aloud. So, have you done mask work at all in real life? Um, I've, I've done very, very little bits. Yeah. Because I, I haven't really done it. It's always been something that I'd be interested in doing. Mm. So now I'm thinking. So obviously, having the dynamic masks that, that move works well for improv. But if you did 
online mask work and you had one of these masks that didn't work, I'm wondering how that fits in with doing in real life mask work. I don't know the answer. I'm just... Oh, no, it's a... Uh, um... Listeners, send in your answers. Yes, listeners, send in your answers. <laughs> and if, if you are listening and you do a lot of mask work, uh, do do uh, do let me know because I would love to talk about mask work more. Um, the nearest I've done with that was we did, um, I did puppets once. We did sock puppets. So my sock puppet did not behave. It wasn't me that didn't want to move <laughs> on to the next exercise, but my sock puppet was, yeah, so I... Um, I oh, I, I love, um, yeah, puppet, puppetry is a, a great thing. I had the chance to do... Uh, yeah, take, take an online online course and that. And my my puppet was well, is a sock. Yeah. Um. So I was, I was a bit worried when I said it to the course that people might um be like, "Here's my amazing puppet," and just bring it on as this, this like really intricate um dress and a, a face that looks so realistic. Like I made it myself, and and then I'm like, "Here's my sock." <laughs> eyes on it <laughs> but I, I didn't have to worry too much like some people were um were, were great and had uh their um puppets that they, they kind of made they themselves but like one of the yeah the most simplest uh thing was just to use a sock you could use a elastic band or hair band um around it and then two little googly eyes and that was my that was my sock puppet uh milo who i used for that also milo misbehaves it's not me it's my name Milo is a, a, a chronic misbehaviour, um, <laughs> but um, that that I, I I really enjoyed as well because it's I guess with, with that it's not you can't really see that many emotions in your puppet in in some ways, mm. but in but in other ways you've got I guess like the entire screen that you can use as your uh, I mean this just can't see this but I'm just basically making a puppet hand as Stuart going. Um, <laughs> it looks very naughty. <laughs> Not, uh, you know. <laughs> mischievous is perhaps a better word. Stop. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, mischievous uh, that, it, that you've got, uh, I guess, like the, the entire screen, you've got you know, how close to the camera, how far away from the camera. Um, and I think, like, even just kind of like moving your hand slash the puppet around can kind of like give the impression of a little mischievous look or like when, when someone says something and, and I guess you see it on like on puppet shows, shows all the time it's just like they turn to the camera and you know you know something's gonna happen <laughs> you know you know that that puppet has a fault and they they are gonna be doing something very very soon uh probably to cause mischief and, and the weird thing is you don't even have a puppet in your hand and I can see that just through <laughs> what your hand is doing so um. I, was, I, was, I was just using the power of my imagination to have a yeah, uh, yeah the, my googly eyed uh, <laughs> sock but uh, yeah it, you can I guess like vary how, how much the, the mouth opens and I had like this great uh, I think like whenever my, my, my puppet was in trouble it kind of like screw up my hands to make a kind of like like it's kind of like biting its yeah. biting its lip, like oh, yeah, 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 yeah. trouble. <laughs> yeah, because obviously it's great if you are able to build these elaborate puppets and they're amazing to see. But there's also a value in something that's really simple because I think people project their emotions onto it, and they, they you know, we we are pattern spotting creatures and yeah just seeing that it's like you know we can see an emotion in you know in a sock and well i can see emotions yeah. in your hands so i don't know what that's yeah. about. <laughs> i think we have, to, we have to think about like kind of what, what what kind of voice would your would your puppet have as well which is quite a, a nice one because the same like you could have this puppet that looks exactly the same but if you had you know you kind of wanted them to be evil um you would oh, 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 yeah 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 oh that's the same looking puppet but the, the, I guess their kind of their personality or outlook is changing uh, with like so many different aspects like yeah the, the voice is, is quite a quite a big one and, and while I, I've, I've only done a tiny little bit of puppetry, um, but what I found was the things that I learned in puppetry was immediately transferable back into doing improv without puppets so like, like for what you said there about the voice, thinking about the voice well once you've done that with puppets you can just do that with yourself and yeah. you know, there's and, and just kind of having that more of awareness of how movement, you know, I think movement is so 
so powerful and so underused in UK improv. Um, yeah, I, I would encourage anybody to, even if you're not interested to do puppetry on a long-term basis, but just it, you can learn so much that will feed into your, your general improv practice. Oh, definitely. Yeah, a lot, lot you can. I think almost with any type of improv, there's a there's a lot you can take from it. Um, or with you do doing puppetry, um, just I guess like it for for the kind of um, online improv, just the, coming close to the camera and and the look, which from a puppet is something you can just transfer to uh, to, to doing it yourself. Basically. <laughs> yes. <laughs> you you are the puppet. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, and I suppose it's interesting if you can get the disconnect between between you and the puppet, and then are you able to do that with yourself as the puppet? Are you able to be mischievous, mischievous in the way that a puppet is if you are the puppet? I don't know. Oh, well, that that is some deep thinking. <laughs> I mean, that, that's that's something that. You've blown my mind already. Uh, <laughs> I'm very much asking. <laughs> the... Am I a puppet? Are we all puppets? On this, on yeah, I mean, in a way, in a way, are we just that? <laughs> um, another group uh, and another online team is Emma T and Bella. Emma T and Bella. Bella, yeah. yes. So yeah, Bella um, uh, is in the US um, and uh, I mean, currently eight hours behind me. Um, so it's. Uh, yeah, it's a great uh, sort of online online duo. Um, we do, I guess, kind of like co- comedic, uh, very much facing the camera, like like, the, like what I've described, um, with with no emotion whatsoever. <laughs> no, 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 there is there is emotion. Um, and uh, yeah, I I'd um, played with Baylor before um, various times uh, online, and I think I can't remember. It was like a Maybe a couple of years ago, we just recorded a over an hour long session of us doing scene after scene after scene after scene, um, and it was it was great fun. It, I did say, you know, maybe we could do it for twenty four hours next time. Um, <laughs> but it seemed half up for it. But I, I'm, not, I'm not sure. <laughs> um, so now we have we have a show which we uh, take a high wire uh, improv um, based um, in in the US. Uh, Baltimore area, uh, Highwire is great. Um, they have the, the opportunity for you to sort of bring bring your shows, and uh, they sort of do the do the introduction, um, uh, maybe give a suggestion if you need it, and then the stage is yours for either half hour or an hour, depending on your show length. And um, then they introduce the next shows, and they are absolutely lovely. I love them. Taken several um, of the. Uh, the troops I'm in today. I started off um, the Vocalettes, uh, which was a uh, troop I was in with uh, Sandy Handy and Maggie Bessan. And we, Sandy had uh, already had some connection to Highwire. And she said, oh, we should submit uh, for this. And it was, it was so exciting. I was just like, oh, we're, <laughs> we're, being, we're being introduced onto the, onto the stage. Um, and we sort of we did a, a very, uh, is it Halloween? based uh one so it's drawing that kind of like fright nights uh, series and we were um on we well we made use of the the background on zoom as well to have spiders webs mm. um so we we were we were spiders with a, a mixture of uh song and um and uh non-song and <laughs> <laughs> and, and other improv um and and that was uh the first time on Highwire, and, and uh, then I was hooked. So I brought uh, several of uh, several teams uh, to to come and perform at Highwire. Uh, so we've got the the light bulb, um, MT and Baylor, and One Eye Scouts all uh, performing for them. Um, I highly recommend they're taking submissions uh, for their next next season now as well. So. Fantastic, yeah. Because I was wondering where, because I. I did a lot of you know, online improv during the lockdowns and I hadn't done so much recently. And I was like, Oh, where I'd actually occurs to me. I'm not sure where I would go to watch or, you know, online improv now, oh. you know, there was a phase when everyone was doing two person scenes on Facebook and now it's oh. kind of like, you just need to look a little bit further for it. Well, then you should mention that because I've just two, two years late to the party setting up my, uh, <laughs> my, uh, scenes, <laughs> scene time with M&T. <laughs> <laughs> 
worldwide. Um, although I've only got UK and US lined up at the moment, so I, I need to be more worldwide. But um, uh, yeah, that that'd be great. Uh, uh, so essentially, I'm just doing exactly what everyone did several years ago. Though uh, <laughs> to be fair, just being very late to the party. Though <laughs> to be fair, there's less competition than there was maybe two years ago. So that's that's something in its favour. <laughs> Why now? Why? What inspired you to do this? It's one of those things I, I always just had on the back burner. I just like, oh, I'm loving these 10 minutes with. I, I'm going to do this sometime. I'm loving these 10 minutes with. I'm going to do this sometime. I'm loving these 10 minutes with. I'm going to do this sometime. And then uh, then eventually I was just like, okay, well, I probably, not now is sometime. Um, <laughs> let, 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 let's set, set one up. So I had like some, I guess, like o- online, uh, I guess a kind of like play date set up uh, with, with people, and just thought, oh, this would be a this would be a nice chance to um, to to kind of get going. And thank you to Dave McCain for being my guinea pig. Uh, so that's uh, episode one. We have a now, and for a long time, I was just like, oh, is it, do I want to do eight minutes with? Do 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 I want to do six minutes with? Do, do I want to do ten minutes with? Do I? Oh, do I want an interview section? And I, I just hadn't really decided my format, and I still haven't. So <laughs> you know, when you watch this, well, I'll watch them if you, if you uh, 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 go and uh, uh, watch them online. Some maybe they'll be a few minutes long. Some maybe they'll be a few hours long. You know, there, there's, there's no. Uh, <laughs> I, I, I haven't filmed enough for it for it to have its uh, set format yet. So, so we'll see. But I, I think that's I think that's great because sometimes a scene is a minute long and that's enough, and sometimes it's you know mm. longer and that's what it needs to be. So you know, yeah, that, I mean that, that's something that, that that I was thinking. Like I, I do, I enjoyed watching a, a lot of the the ten minutes with, but sometimes like, ooh, would I prefer to see lots of shorter scenes mm. or like, or if if I was in the ten minutes with, would I be kind of dra- dragging it out a bit just to fill the ten minutes? Who, who knows? Um, so yeah, we'll, we'll see. So the, the one I did with uh, Dave, we had we ended up doing like three, three as in three uh, like shorter, shorter scenes. Um, so that that that's an option too. So it's very basically a very ill-defined um, <laughs> or scene scene thing with me, um, which is. Uh, the main thing, which is great, uh, just it may be, it may be lots of very very small ones. It may be a really long one. Maybe I'll decide as time goes on, and then I'm like, oh, oh no, look back at look at back at those early ones where I was doing it totally different. <laughs> it can evolve. But basically, a, a, a great chance hopefully to to play with um, players worldwide online. Yeah. Two years later than everyone else did. I mean, it's still, it's still, it's still a good thing to do. The best time to have done it would have been two years ago. The second best time <laughs> is now. Um, so, where can people go if they want to watch these? Uh, so, yeah, I have uh, MIT Improv Facebook page and MIT Improv on YouTube. Uh, so, uh, YouTube channel is like a newer thing um, I'd set up, but um, yeah, Facebook page is my kind of main hub where I post all sorts of projects that, I, that I'm doing. Fantastic. Um, so you've done loads and loads of stuff online, you're still doing stuff online, but you've also transitioned back into the real world. Mm-hmm. So, yes. Uh, so yeah, after, after lots and lots and lots of online, tentatively taking the steps back into um, existing on, a, on an actual 3D stage, and I think when I, when I first went back to it, I've kind of almost forgotten how to move in three dimensions. Um, it, it, yeah, it was really, really strange. Um, so I guess what, yeah, I guess like one of the first, I guess like real lifey uh, things going back to was at, at the um, at the improv theatre. Um, we'd had a, a show, um, so there's uh, the unscripted players and something that the Bristol Improv Theatre run, um, and it's a chance to uh, members can submit. Uh, a show idea, and they can direct it, and then they can um, they can cast it from other other members. And I've been cast in uh, Uncle Spur of the Moment, which was a western. Woo, yeah. Um, and 
prior to the pandemic, we'd been attending rehearsals and we weren't actually that far off from the uh, the performance dates. But then I guess it had to be on a kind of indefinite hiatus until uh, the uh, uh, things were safe to go back uh, after COVID. And so, yeah, we, we went back to that and... Um, yeah, I think it did take me a while to get back into being on a on a three D stage again. Um, I mean, we, we, that's basically what's just called the stage. <laughs> I, I'm describing it as a three D stage, <laughs> being like two dimensions for so for so long. I, I mean, I'm like, um, yeah, that that checks out. That seems legit, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, and so yeah, that that was really nice to to get back into into that one. Um, also, I was, I was looking for something to, I, I guess, I like, kind of get get me back into just being in three dimensions again. And I did a, a course, uh, there's a new course uh, run by the Improv called Making a Show. And um, through that course, uh, a, a group of us got together and formed a, a, a troupe uh, called The Thorough Goods. And we do a kind of a show um, at the moment is uh, Yesterday with Jean Thorough Good. It's, it's a really nice show actually. It's like um, whoever sits in the chair is Jean Thorough Good. Um, and uh, they can be male or female, or uh, there's no, no kind of gender associated with Jean. And then they, they're telling their life, so a life story, um, and it kind of goes through the, the ages of when they were young and when they got older. But whoever sits in the chair is Jean, and whoever plays Jean can change about um, as well. And it's kind of like wholesome and heartwarming uh, kind of narrative show, which, which is uh, very, very nice that we've... Uh, the kind of most of the group stayed, stayed on and stayed together to kind of get this show together. And then uh, for my other um, in-person show, um, The Grumpkins, um, myself and Pete Lehman, we do a, a very fast-paced sci-fi uh, show, Tuprov. Um, and for this, it's lots of... Re- it's very fast-paced, very funny, very... Uh, running about and playing different characters. So we have like uh, improvised adventures of Star Captain. And Star Captain can be either of us. Whoever wears the hat is Star Captain. <laughs> Whoever's not wearing a hat is uh, the put-upon assistant number two who um, is taking on like all sorts of space space adventures. Um, and uh, Pete and I went to Kate Shoot's two-day uh, weekend to prof and that, that was invaluable really because we, we learned a lot about you know, what, what warm-ups we could do mm. um, and kind of uh, use that as a kind of b- bouncing off uh, sort of platform um, and, and then in, in, in the show we can be playing up to six or seven characters but there's just the two of us um, so it's like you know spaciousness is landed and I like both of us love sci-fi and I, I take lots of influence from Doctor Who, Star Trek, all sorts of sci- sci-fi shows. Um, and we, uh, like, so it might be like one uh, set of robots on one side of the planet and we're just in one area of the stage and that's kind of where the robots are. And then they might be against um, some kind of uh, I don't know, aliens made out of oil. And then they're on like the other, other side. And so we're just running about between... <laughs> Trying, trying to play all of these characters. It's very chaotic, but it's very, very fun. <laughs> and a bit of an indulgence for me, really, for, for my love of sci-fi. <laughs> that sounds great. That sounds great. Um, so what, um, what's it been like meeting online people in person? Wow. Uh, <laughs> it's, it's, yeah, it's so, so funny. I was um, so... I guess during pandemic times, I got to meet uh, Judy Ferry from uh, Hilarious up in Glasgow. As she was um, uh, visiting um, near where I live, so that was that was really strange because it, it's like the first time. You're, it is brilliant. Love you, Judy. <laughs> 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 but uh, yeah, just to, just to, like see see someone in three D when you've just been used to seeing them as a like a flat uh, person on a. Uh, on the screen, and then, then I think after that it was a while before I um, sort of met met others um, who had been doing mainly uh, online improv, and uh, it, it like I think my eyes just take some adjusting to it. Like, oh, there 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 are three dimensions. But <laughs> <laughs> it's been like absolutely lovely that um, like I guess like connections that I've made mm. um, that come yeah coming coming together and just 
seeing people that that you've seen so much online and you've shared, I guess, like some of the, um, I guess, like everyone been through a rough time with the pandemic and you, you've got sort of shared, uh, have shared experiences and then you get to see the army and, and I got to meet you, Stuart, which yeah. was uh, a joy, I must say. <laughs> yes, no, that was, uh, that was a very pleasant surprise uh, <laughs> when I went down to the Bristol Improv Theatre Um and uh, yes, it was a, a great, uh, great course about um, um, what was the, What was the ta- what was the name of it? Devising was it devising an improvised or interactive show? Uh, close enough. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I feel. I feel that we should. I feel, I feel that we should get. Yes, I, I, I always warn my guests uh, not to try and remember specific things while um, doing the podcast, and I have failed to um, <laughs> to I failed my own piece of advice. Uh, it, it, it was. It was a very, very, very good course. Uh, it, it was, by Imogen Palmer. Who, uh, <laughs> direct, directing improvised and interactive theatre. Yes. Yes. It, yes. There you go. That- what we spent the entire day studying. <laughs> yes. No, I remember the course. I just couldn't quite remember what it was called. Um, and um, yes, it was really, uh, really lovely. Lovely to see you there. Lovely to see Kathy Towers there. Um, oh. Everyone was great. But I, I'd, I'd gone along there thinking, well, I know Imogen. Um, so that's great. Um, and it doesn't matter whether I know other people. But then when I did see people that I had met um, online and at the British Improv Project, that was, uh, that was an extra treat. <laughs> Um, okay, so some moderately quick fire questions uh, as we, we move towards the end. Um, tell me something non improv related that you are passionate about and why. Oh, I love sci fi. I, uh, I just said it now. So um, currently I'm watching Alien, Aliens, uh, the best in my opinion. Uh, um, Alien vs. Predator, and uh, just all these these great these great films. Uh, it just gets me really excited. Like yeah, like Doctor Who, my ever uh, big one in the in the world of sci-fi. I kind of I love. I, I was in a queue to meet Tom Baker and have my picture taken with him, and I was genuinely feeling butterflies in my just at a convention. So you don't even get to spend much time for them. You're you're just paying basically to be like snap and then I go on to the next person but genuinely my I was getting butterflies in my stomach I was like I'm going to meet one of my heroes <laughs> and he, he was very lovely for the for the 20 to 30 seconds I, I spent in his presence <laughs> that's the most you can ask isn't it but uh, wow that's, that's brilliant um, uh, tell me about your love for the Wurzels oh my goodness yeah the Wurzels one of my favourite all-time bands. Um, I just, I, I love them so much. They, they have so much energy, and you know that they're they're in the eighties now, and they're still going. It's uh, for people who don't know, it's kind of West Country agricultural uh, music. Uh, most famous hit uh, probably Combine Harvester in the nineteen seventies. Um, but uh, yeah, they they still tour now, and they are just. Absolutely, absolutely amazing because they know how to put on the show and even if you go and see it again they'll do exactly the same jokes exactly <laughs> the same pattern but the energy is is just amazing I, I'm I'm such a yeah a big fan I was uh once there was a uh like an ITV television news crew uh filming a, a kind of piece for, for the news about the Wurzels and um, they, I, I was in the crowd, and as I came out, I could see they were filming people, um, just saying how great the were. So I was like, I, I need, I need to get on the television and share my love of the, of the crowd. And so I was just like tap, tap, tap on, on the man's shoulder. I was like, uh, can I, can I, can I be on the television? <laughs> and uh, it was, yeah, I was very lucky uh, that, I, that it was allowed, and I just get, got to say the Russells were amazing. They have so much energy. Um, on the news <laughs> so that, that means that it's, it's definitely true and is in the public record from now on so uh, <laughs> do check out the Wurzels if you're into uh, West Country agricultural pop yes highly <laughs> <laughs> <I only> recommend <laughs> fantastic um, if someone were to step on stage of you 
um, either on stage in a virtual sense or in a 3D stage sense, what could they do to delight you? Oh, all sorts of things. I, I take delight from art so much. I just, uh, I think like a, you, sometimes you, you can tell when just people's eyes light up and you know you're connected and you know that they're going to do something fun and I, I think I, I do take a lot from just being joyful and playful um, in improv as well so I think if a, a, a strong character um, a, a funny voice uh, just a, all, all sorts of things I, I'm I'm, I'm delighted too easily, Stuart. That's what I'm <laughs> <laughs> What a delightful problem to have. My world is filled, filled with too much delight. <laughs> we could all learn something from you there. Um, and uh, what would you say your signature move was? What's the thing that you do that saves the day, brings the house down every time and have people going, classic MRT? <laughs> shape all over the place but, but actually within an improv uh, scene Stuart, I, I'd say probably I, I'm quite good at um, everyone else is cracking up laughing you, you know you know they're going to break sometime soon and I'm just I just keep the most serious the, the world around me can be can be ready to uh, to laugh any second um, and I just I just come in and I stay very very serious looking and just just heighten it <laughs> and then you, you know, people are, are, are ready to come. so I think keep, keeping a straight face when, when all around has, uh, has gone to pot <laughs> <laughs> that's fantastic that's fantastic and maybe that's something you know you can use in everyday life as well as improv <laughs> Be serious. It's a serious podcast. Be serious. Um, what could people do for you? Is there... Do you... In general, um, um, what do you want them to watch? What do you want them to do? What do you want them to follow? I don't know. Oh, Interpret yeah. that how you like. Oh, well, what can people... What, what can people do for you in general? Everything, please. Uh, uh, just, uh, yes, sir. Uh, so come along and like MRT Improv Facebook page. Go to YouTube. Uh, subscribe to MRT Improv there. Um, we've got pages for the light bulb and for MRT and Baylor and One Eye Scouts. We're on high wire. And um, if you want to come come and play with my with my scene time with of indeterminate length of a scene with no structure or some structure then get in touch it'd be a delight to play with you fantastic the only thing i have left to say is thank you for being a guest on the improv london podcast thank you so much Stuart. i made this that's improv